What's up, everybody? This is Chris. You're listening to Tales from the Toriel State. Today is Sunday, January the 22nd. And I won't be watching any playoff football today. We're talking about that shit because I don't have regular TV and all that stuff is on regular TV. So I don't even see any of the NFL games. I can barely watch the uh, college games that come on TV because of... uh, you know, I have ESPN, ESPN Plus, the ACC Network, um, all that shit to try to watch my Tar Heels play, and it's still a pain in the ass. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, so the Tar Heels played yesterday. We beat NC State uh, in basketball in Chapel Hill, and it was, um, you know, pretty wild game. Uh, I thought that was a really bullshit call with the Tequavian Smith, I think is his name. Um Went down hard from a foul from Leaky Black, which I didn't think the foul was that hard, but he kind of – he was in a vulnerable position for sure, and I felt like he was flopping kind of. Like when he threw his head back the way he did, I don't think that Leaky really made very much contact. At least it didn't appear that way on the camera. But anyway, um, it was a very physical game all around. Caleb Love got his nose busted and, you know, so. Pretty wild and crazy game. And the officials let it get to that point. It's their fault. You know, they're letting a lot of stuff go uncalled. Um, you can see the players' frustration with the lack of calls. And uh, even though there were a lot of fouls called in the game, I think it could have been called a lot quicker maybe. Some of the, you know, some of the early hard fouls had been called. It wouldn't have gotten that bad, but I don't know. Who the fuck am I? I don't know nothing about that shit, man. Just doing the best I can to keep keep hope alive, keep living. JK living. You just gotta keep living, man. So uh, that's what we're gonna try to keep doing here on the old tales from the Tar Heel State. So, uh, you know, recently I was doing a few episodes because I was really getting down and having a lot of bad dreams about my dad. Still having bad dreams about my dad where I'm yelling at him and, uh, you know, threatening to kill him and all kinds of shit. It's pretty, pretty rough. So I had a lot of shit I wanted to say to that man that I didn't ever say because I was too afraid of him. So, um, yeah, that's fucked up, and I'm not sure I'll ever get over that. But uh, if you guys want me to keep on with uh, telling my horrible childhood stories, uh, let me know, and I'll continue that off. I think I was at about 10 years old when I left off of that. And uh, if that's helping anybody, I need to hear that from somebody. So I'll uh, keep with that. If not, uh, I'm going to stop trying to do that, maybe, unless I just need to do it for myself again. I'm going to try to stop doing that so much on here. I know it's hard to listen to, and it might seem, uh, might be a pity party. I don't know. But I tend to feel a little better afterwards, um, which is one of the reasons I do it. But at any rate, um, today I want to talk about. Um, saw an article in the Independent. The writer is Jasmine Gallup at the IndieWeekly.com. And um, Stuck in Traffic is the uh, article title. Talking about the future of traffic gridlock here in the uh, Triangle area. And um, so it's something they've been talking about for a while here. And they um, actually approved some tax increases in Wake County and uh, Durham and Durham County um, quite a while back. I'm trying to see here what it said in the article. Um, 
but uh, it's uh, funny how they they approved these tax hikes, and I, I guess that money went to, um, according to what I could find in the article, it just seems that the money that they already raised for the uh, taxes went to um, helping out with the public transportation we already have, like the bus lines and shit like that, which didn't really connect Raleigh and Durham at all. And uh, so it wasn't really helpful in that regard. Didn't um, help the long-term plan of reducing traffic um, between Raleigh and Durham, uh, RTP area in particular, because the airport and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, the uh, traffic scene around here has been pretty bad for quite some time. I used to commute from uh, Franklin County over to Chapel Hill about, uh, you know, probably four, five times a week sometimes. I tried to keep it to four days a week because it was so much driving time and gas and wear and tear on my vehicle. And um, so I tried to get everything done I could do in four four days um, so I wouldn't have that, you know, fifth day of travel. But, uh... When I first started doing it, I could go down 540 and everything. It was pretty quick. And I could do it in about 35 minutes, um, something like that. And it got to where it was, uh, you know, 55 minutes, and you're driving around a bunch of crazy people. And so then I started going down Highway 98 uh, from Wake Forest to uh, Durham. And that was pretty quick at first, but then it got congested as well during the time that I was doing that work. Um so anyway, they're talking about wanting to do a train, and uh, thought that was pretty interesting. And um, yeah, they haven't really gotten any rolling with that. They took all the money that they did that they did get, and they um, used it up, like I said, to extend the bus lines and all that kind of shit. And uh, maybe uh, at some point they'll do something else with that, but they haven't really. Um, moved forward with anything um like i say they're talking about i I mean basically the funding is going to be the biggest problem trying to get the federal government to uh go along with it because they need the federal government to do about half of the funding so that it'll um you know make it feasible and their other option is to take out a big ass loan like huge loans and, uh, you know, they won't have to pay any of their loans back or start paying them back until, um, you know, they actually get finished with the construction and it's usable. But all this stuff reminded me of, uh, of a movie that has a uh, great clip in it that I wanted to uh, play. And um, we'll see if we can get this to pick up here. Hopefully it will. And uh, maybe y'all will know what movie this is from. Maybe you won't. But uh, I thought this was perfect. Let let me ask you a question. Do you think about traffic ever? Because I, I do. Constantly. Traffic. Traffic is caused by the single car driver. 900,000 single people get in their cars every morning. They drive to work, and they and they wonder why there's gridlock, right? But 
This is what I've been working on. If you had a train, right, a super train, you, you give the people a good reason to get out of their cars, you give them great coffee, great music, they will park and ride. I know they will. I still love my car, though. Oh. oh. The Sonics. They got a good team this year. Good thing they traded Xavier McDaniel. I mean, what is he? A boxer or a basketball player? You dare to rip the X-Men. So, yeah, people still love their cars. Super train, my ass. There's not going to be no damn super train. You'll get, uh, you'll get no super train. So, um, I don't foresee that coming, but I like the idea. Um, maybe they'll come up with it. I feel like, you know, in uh, New York City... You know, people grew up without having a car. They had no cars there. And, um, you know, most people couldn't afford a car as far as I know. I mean, I'm assuming they really can't afford a car now. Because when I first went there, the first when, you know, the first time I went to New York City, I was like 17. I know parking then was, I mean, to me, it was mind-boggling to imagine paying a monthly fee, you know, like to pay, park my car. Back then it was like 350 a month, I think. I think some of the signs I saw for parking. And it was by the month, and uh, I thought that was uh, just wild, man. I couldn't imagine that because you can't, you know, you have nowhere to park your car. You live in a fucking apartment. You don't have a house. You don't have a fucking driveway in a yard and shit. Get out here in the south in the country, just park your shit in the yard on some blocks. <laughs> generations of vehicles just pile up, and then someday when uh, when the, when the scrap metal prices get high, you just go ahead and haul all them sons of bitches off and settle them to China. Get you some money. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably easy enough. Uh, you know, they already have trains. They've had trains for so long. They've invested in that infrastructure a long time ago in New York. And, um, I mean, you look at L.A., you know, you get out there. People, it's sprawled out. They have cars. Everybody's used to driving their car. Um, it's hard to uh, go back, you know. I mean... Like she said in that clip, I love my car. It's to getting people to to start riding around, you know, sharing shit with other people is, um, you know, hard to get folks to do that shit. And, um, you know, I know I wouldn't want to get on a train every day and uh, ride after being used to, you know, being in my fucking car every day, being able to leave your job at your lunch break, ride around the block and smoke a joint. I mean, you know, it's fucking, you know, that's like a level of freedom you don't get when you drive into town on a fucking um, train and, you know, what the fuck? It's, uh, you know, very, very fucking hard to take that away once you've had that. You get off work, you don't have to, you know, worry about catching the train at a certain time before the train stops running. I mean, I'm assuming all that shit. I have no idea. I never lived in a city or drove ridden on a fucking train. <laughs> I don't know anything about how that actually works. Let me know. Type it down in the fucking comments, man. Let me know what you think about that. Um, but one thing's for sure. 
it's hard to keep them down on the farm once they've seen Carl Hungus. Jesus fucking Christ. Crazy, huh? Ran away about a year ago. The Knutsons told me I, I should show her this. My father. It's the family farm. It's outside of Moorhead, Minnesota. They think it'll make her homesick. Oh, boy. How are you going to keep them down on the farm once they've seen Carl Hungus? Yeah, how are you going to keep them down on the farm once they've seen Carl Hungus? There's no no chance of keeping them down on the farm once they've seen Carl Hungus. No chance. So, um, you're not going to get people around here to, you know, start riding on a fucking train back and forth from Raleigh and stuff. I mean, it's the amount of money they're talking it. Even it's going to be 2.5 million people around here in the Triangle area by uh, 2050, they said. And... I thought it was supposed to be two million in Wake County. That's what I had heard by twenty twenty five, and so that's just two more years. So I think they're probably underestimating that quite a bit in that article. Um, so you know, I don't, um, I don't foresee us getting the train. So ultimately, we're talking about nine hundred thousand to a million people by the time it's done bulk of which are single-car drivers who provide them with an environment that's safer and better than their cars. Why can't it work, Mr. Mayor? So it's a train. A super train. You know, I've been burned by this train business before. You people all seem to forget. We can change the city. People love their cars. Yes. But, uh... But if, if you give them great... If you give them great uh, coffee... Uh, if, and great music. If you, I'll put it to you like this, and then I'll thank you for your time. My answer is no. <clears throat> so yeah, I don't foresee us getting the train here. If we get the train here, that would be. Uh, pretty wild of course by the time it would be running it will be uh i'll probably be dead already and uh so it will never affect me and i guess i don't really give a shit <laughs> one way or another if they try to do a train <clears throat> if they uh if they do good on them so uh anyways yeah that's uh, my little spiel about the train system possibilities around here and uh anyways uh, that's what i want to talk about today other than that, you know, just uh, looking for some feedback on the, um, let me know. I mean, I'm, I know it's not a fun topic, but I don't know. It's just if it helps someone, then, you know, if it helps one child, I will do ecstasy. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. How long would I last in a zombie apocalypse? Holy shit. This is uh, from my cup of things here to draw upon and. Yeah, how long would I last in a zombie apocalypse? A lot longer than a lot of motherfuckers, that's for sure. Um, I live in a cinder block house, so they ain't coming in through the fucking walls. And, um, of course, the windows are really shitty, so they would have no problem coming through that. But uh, I have a lot of guns, not a lot of guns per se uh, by southern people standards, but a lot of guns by, like, someone from New York standards. Um from where I come from, I don't have very many guns at all, and I don't have nearly enough variety. It's just uh, mostly I have a lot of 22s and 
a few different shotguns and, um, you know, cheapest stuff that there is to shoot, basically. And, um, yeah, so I think I would last a lot longer than a lot of people. I'm a pretty good shot. Uh, I got no problem shooting a zombie in the head. No problem. No problem at all. Shoot a zombie right in the head. And I got a pretty good bit of ammo. And, um, you know, I've got a sword. Uh, so we could chop some heads off for sure. Um, I've got some aluminum electrical line too, like a electric fence line. That'd work good for probably chopping a head off, especially if you had it strung up getting tight. Um, yeah, so you know, I think I'd do pretty good. Um, problem is finding food, I guess. I guess if a lot of people are too dumb and don't survive, then you can just uh, go to the grocery store and get canned goods because the fucking zombies aren't there eating the shit that's there. So plenty of canned goods, dried goods. Uh, you can always hunt for deer and stuff unless there's zombie deer. And if you can't eat zombie deer, then I guess, you know, you can't eat zombie people, you can't eat zombie deer. So I don't know how that works. I guess you have to eat a lot of squirrel and rabbits. Then again, in case those also become zombies, I don't know. I mean, is is zombie the zombie virus is that like uh is it exclusive to humans or is it transferable to other mammals because is it like rabies i i don't really because rabies is a brain disease and i think that's what you know if you're a zombie you got a brain disease essentially so yeah i don't know i think i would last a long time compared to most idiots like say yeah then it's you worry about your neighbors man it's it's not the zombies that you have to fear. It's the other humans, man. And I got a lot of trust issues, so I, you know, I don't trust many people. Um, so I think I'd be okay. I think I'd be okay in a zombie apocalypse. Let me know how, how long y'all would make in a zombie apocalypse. Um, let me know what y'all think about that. Uh, if you don't have a gun or a sword, I'm just going to say you're probably fucked. Um, I guess unless you're, you know, Negan. I'm fucking Negan, man. I'm fucking uh, what's his name? Harry Dean Stanton. <clears throat> Harry Dean Stanton's uh, son. Harry Dean Morgan or Jeffrey Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Harry Dean. I always want to just. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's fucking hilarious. That's what I always think of though. Um, <laughs> make myself laugh at least, and. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we watched, by the way, we watched uh, the original True Grit yesterday with uh, John Wayne and uh, Robert Duvall and shit, and uh, Tanya and I were sitting here waiting yesterday morning to uh, go over to Daryl's, my buddy Daryl's mom passed away, R.I.P. Bobby, and uh, we, um, before we went over there yesterday when we were watching that shit, it was on the TV, and um <laughs> the final scene there. I'm gonna leave y'all on this note. Speaking of zombie apocalypse, uh, and I'm talking all that shit about how good I would do. Robert Duvall is looking at him across the field there. You know, it's the same scene. I don't know. I can't remember how the line, if they used the same line or not. I'm sure they probably do. But when he looks at him, Robert Duvall just looks at him. It's just it's perfectly delivered line, and he says, uh, <laughs> "That's pretty big talk for a one-eyed fat man." <laughs> so uh, with that in mind I will uh, leave y'all for the day and I uh, hope y'all have a great week and um, yeah think about that uh, 
train thing. I don't think I could do it, but uh, let me know what y'all think. Let me know if you think it'll work. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.